It's time for the Talking Flowers segment on Real World Gardener. In the studio, I have floral, design, floral designer and educator Nadine Brown. Great to have you on the show again today. Hi, Marianne. Lovely to be here again. Thank you for coming in. And today, well, this is a good one. I like all things flowers. But anyway, this is going to be how to dry your own flowers. Hmm. Mm. They've made a comeback. So lovely to see dried flowers back in trend on trend. You know, uh, there was, uh, I think I first started my flower business in a little flower shop in Picton, New South Wales, and I was 23 and dried flowers were all the rage back then. I was doing dried flower classes in a spare office upstairs and making lots of designs for uh, my shop to sell. So it's quite nice to see them come back. Yeah, that's true. I didn't know that they went out of vogue, but I don't know. I Maybe I'm an old-fashioned gardener. Um, <laughs> I know. We've been able to dry our flowers and press our flowers always. But I just think, you know, these things come in and out of fashion in, the, in, in our industry or, you know, in and out of trend. But, uh, you know, at the moment we do have the issue of so many of our dried flowers that well, what perceived to be dried flowers are actually – uh, chemically dyed and dried and bleached and preserved and of course then they're they're not a uh, organic botanical product anymore they're now landfill you know oh yes and yes that's true I have seen bright pink and bright blue colored mm. flowers and <laughs> yes I'm not a fan as you could tell and I just don't really see the point why, you know. I, I air dry and, and, and hang and, and dry my flowers as much as I can myself and retain a lot of colour in that way. And I, and I get that people want colour in their dried flowers. They don't want just a, a bunch of brown. I understand that. But, yes, there's, a, there's, a, there's been a massive influx. And that, that part of that has been due to, you know, the lack of, uh, you know, at, the, at this time, you know, we're coming out of the pandemic and the imported flowers ceased and so they started bringing in the imported dried and bleached flowers and the process behind so for instance anything that you see is pure white you know a palm leaf for instance that's pure white the process behind that is incredibly toxic and these plant material is usually treated overseas it's put in vats of bleach so just even the poor person that has to do that process then it loses all its pigmentation obviously all of its chlorophyll in the color obviously that that, that colors it and then it's plasticized because it's almost falling apart so then it's plasticized to be able to be stay together so you'll find that those branches are actually quite pliable and bendy well a dried product doesn't do that as you know it 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 can crack Mm. and then it's imported and you know the florists that say to me, oh, my God, the smell as soon as I open up the box because it just reeks in bleach. And, you know, people are putting this on people's cakes. They're putting it on, you know, above babies' cribs. You know, here we are trying, lots of people are trying to live in a low-tox environment and, are, you know, pulling back of all of these toxic chemicals or le- less of plastics around their children. And here we are, you know, people putting these designs up unknowingly in their in their babies' rooms and and things like that. So uh, yeah, it's something I'm very passionate about sharing, of how you can actually dry your own, and anything that's of a bright coloured nature. Um, Mother Nature doesn't dry flowers in that way. You know that has tones and nuances. It has shades. It doesn't have bright blue from 
tip to tip. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Now, I know some Australian flowers dry naturally, like golden everlastings, and there's mm. the straw flowers, they dry naturally. so that, And they dry with in full colour. So, yeah, they do. Yeah. And so that's... The, that's that's all I know. I don't yeah. <laughs> I don't know much about how to I mean, dry your own. Well, wildflowers do dry exceptionally well. Nearly all wildflowers, whether they're Australian or South African, dry really really well. And often you don't even need to hang them upside down. They just they do, do, do dry fabulously well. But there's there's so many other varieties that you wouldn't even think of. Uh, there's a uh, you know other other growers that I'm working with at the moment, and they're drying their dahlias. And I would have thought, you know, no chance. There's way too much moisture um, and things like a Cafe LA doesn't dry well at all. You know, those big flouncy ones tend to, uh, and especially your softer, paler colours will dry brown and they won't keep their colour and they will, you know, the petals are sort of almost too flimsy to dry well. But some of the tighter little, the pom-poms and some of the tighter dahlias, especially the darker colours, um, I've seen dr- just absolutely beautifully dried, you know, and they've kept all their colour. Obviously, they don't look the same form. You can tell they're dried, but but they've kept their shape really well. And that's really just from hanging them upside down. So the only purpose of hanging upside down is that the stem dries straight because if you have something drying flat. in the upright or flat, it will wilt and then that's the way that the stem will dry on a bend. So hanging upside down in a dry, which at the moment's been really hard <laughs> because there's so much humidity in the air after all the rain we've had, but if they can be in a dry area and quite quite dark, no direct sunlight to fade them. So if you've got good airflow to remove any chance of mould developing, a dark area and quite dry you'll find that uh, you can dry all sorts of flowers. And I would just encourage the listeners just to try, just to try drying everything that they get. I was drying um, anthuriums, which I don't know if everyone knows what they are. Snap but dragons, yes. No, 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 not, not oh, anthuriums, no. anthuriums. Oh, anthuriums, yes, yes, yes. You know, and they're, you know what they're like, fresh. Okay. They're pl- almost plasticky looking flower. And I thought... You know, I just love them so much. I'll leave them in the vase way longer than they should be. And they just start to dry in the vase. And they've dried brown, but they've dried the most amazing shapes and this copper colour, absolutely beautiful. So, Yeah, they are plasticky looking. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I can't think the common name of Anthurium. The, mm, there is one, but... No, the botanical and the common name is the same. It's the same, is yeah. it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. It's not that easy to say for some people, I think. <laughs> and I, look, I do know that banksias, for example, dry really, really well and they mm. keep their colour. So that's one of the my favourites because I grow banksias um, yep. and, and, and on my nature strip as well. So, but yes, but yeah, the, they're really good. But I haven't tried the dahlia, so I want to do that because it sounds like you do exactly the same as you do with herbs. If you're drying herbs, you do the same thing. Yep. Yep. Dry, dark place, hanging upside down. Yep. Mm. Anything that can uh, reduce mold or reduce those those um, that moisture. And but there is things like, for instance, my blue gum. I'll actually dry that in the bucket. Dry that in water, so it doesn't it doesn't wilt. 
you know, things like that. The same with my leucodendrons or kangaroo paw. Actually dry that in water and it just dries slower, just dries a, a slower process and it seems to be able to keep the colour longer when it dries slower like that. Okay. So for some of those, um, it doesn't work with roses necessarily, but mm. for some of those hardier things, just leaving them, changing the water obviously so you haven't got... <laughs> disgusting water in the bucket but <laughs> but just drying them in a slower slower way actually will sometimes retain the color it's less shock i think to the to the plant okay. right so yes i have left flowers in the vase and they have dried and some have looked all right and not others mm. i know hydrangeas do really well oh yeah yeah hydrangeas are a, a classic dried flower and especially if you leave them on the bush a bit longer if you're picking them really new and fresh, you'll find that they wilt and shrivel and then they're not quite so hard. There's a real it's a real balance in when you when you pick your hides and if if you leave them there to especially when they get that lovely tinge in autumn, you know, they're quite hardy and and they'll hang on to that colour in that antique way that everyone loves. Yes, and there are some varieties. Uh, for, exa- for example, there's one called Endless Summer, which reflowers throughout the season, and that seems to have a combination of fresh. And I also have the dried version growing on the same bush. Oh, how so, fabulous! Yeah. I haven't seen that. So yeah. that, yeah, how wonderful! <laughs> the, the bush that keeps on giving all the way through in, in every way. It certainly does. Well, there we have it. That's. Uh, Drying your own flowers, not that hard. Once again, Nadine, it's been lovely having you in the studio. My pleasure. Get drying, everybody.